Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. It was a pretty interesting week and uh, a pretty enlightening week in some ways as I had a holiday on the first day of the week on Monday and didn't have to go into the office. And then Tuesday was uneventful, Wednesday uneventful. But I had a funeral that was coming up that I knew was coming up and I was kind of dreading that funeral because it was for someone I didn't know. And the person died under circumstances that were not very good. And so I needed to know about the person and to learn from the family. But I couldn't get much information until Thursday. I was about to give up, and then I got a little bit of information. But the only information was don't talk about their bad parts. Well, you know, we all have bad parts. That's the trouble. We all have areas of our lives that if you really were honest, we'd have to say we'd rather people not know about or we'd rather forget them and just look at the good parts. But we are human beings that struggle with being good or bad, being excellent or being imperfect to perfect. And we can't govern ourselves by what we've been, nor can we base it on what we might be. All we can do is take each day as it comes and make that the best day. I talked about that in a previous podcast when I told you about the fact that if you were depressed, you were living in the past. If you were anxious, you were living in the future. And if you had peace, you were living in the present. Now, as I've thought about that further, I realize that we need a balance because I know that statement of those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And I don't necessarily that means what we think it means, but it does mean that in life, we have things that happen to us and that we do, and we either succeed or we fail. We leave parts out or we add things that don't need to be added, and we should learn from those experiences. And as we move forward, we should recognize that these things are happening and change our course. It's sort of like the story that is told of the ship that is going and it sees this light and assumes it's another ship. And I don't remember where I first heard this story or who the story originated with, but the ship signals to change their course 10 degrees. And then it comes back and answer, no, you change your course 10 degrees. And the ship says, no, you change the course and comes back, no, you change. And then finally he says, this is the captain of the USS, whatever ship it was, change your course. And simply the reply came back, I'm the lighthouse, change your course. Now, the ship's captain, I'm sure at that point, decided because that was the lighthouse sitting on the end of a piece of land that he was going to run into, decided that he would change his course. But, you know, that's the problem in today's world. We don't listen to the lighthouse. We don't even recognize that there are lighthouses out there to navigate through the seas of life. We just point our ship in a direction that we think it needs to go, and then if we run ashore, we'll 
blame the lighthouse because the light wasn't bright enough or the chart wasn't good enough that we, we should have known there was a lighthouse there. But we just ignore those warning signs. And that's what I thought about as I prepared for this funeral this week, especially after talking to the young woman's husband who said to me that he tried to convince her that she was better than what people told her she was, that she was better than her circumstances, and that she had all of this talent because apparently she was pretty good artistically and she could take things and make beautiful things out of them. And she liked to do miniature dollhouses and she liked to make beautiful flowers out of a simple piece of paper. And by the way, she would fold it and color it and it would become a beautiful flower and apparently did painting also. But yet she didn't see that. She also didn't see the fact that even sometimes when she didn't have anything, she still had a heart that was open to giving to others in any way that she could. But that wasn't good enough. And I got to thinking about that. You know, so many times in life, we think we do not have what we need to go forward. We don't have the resources. We don't have the time. We don't have the talent. And yet, every one of us has something that we can offer to someone else. It might not be money. It might just be our time. It might not be a particular talent. It might just be experience that we went through something, and we can see this person like that ship heading towards that lighthouse, and we know that if they keep heading that direction, that they're going to wreck their life, and we can share that with them and help them change course. As a poem that I used to like to quote said, it's not what you'd do if a million dollars was your lot, but it's what you're doing with the dollar and a half that you've got. Now think of that for a moment. We're always waiting to have enough. We're always waiting to make the big score so we can do the grand things. I know all of you have probably thought, well, if I bought a lottery ticket and I won, what would I do with it? Well, I would give to this charity, or I'd set my kids up for college, or you'd give it to family members, or you'd buy your mama a house, or you would do all of these things. But as one person said, how are you going to win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket? How are you ever going to do anything with a greater amount that you think you need if you're not doing anything to get that amount. I was reminded of the story this morning of the man giving the talents. And one was given five, and one was given two, and one was given one. And the five doubled it, and the two doubled it. And the other one said, well, you know, I was afraid I'd lose it. And if I lost it, I know how hard you were. And I didn't want to be in trouble, so I went and buried it in the dirt. How many of us are burying our lives in the dirt of the past? We're burying our lives in our past mistakes. We're not looking to the opportunities of today. We're only looking at the failures of yesterday. And I truly believe that that's why a lot of people don't succeed today because they're waiting for something in the future that may never happen, 
or they're wallowing in the past of what is, has happened, and they're not looking at the possibility of today taking what they have in time, talent, and treasure and doing something with it right now. And I'd really like you to think about that in the coming week. Are you looking at the past and saying, I can't do it? Because look at all this failure. Look at what I don't have. Look at how I messed up. Look at how all of these circumstances have not been in my favor. And you just say, I can't do it. But you don't look at the circumstances of today. You don't look to see that you're not where you were. You might not be where you want to be, but you're not where you were. Or you just look and say, yeah, I just need that one more job. I just need that one more dollar. I just need that one more opportunity, and then I'll do it. But you know, as long as we say someday, it'll never be today, and we'll never accomplish anything. So think about that this week. Don't look at the past from a perspective of all the failures, but you learned something in those failures. Take what you learned and move forward. And don't wait till everything's perfect and you have just all the right circumstances, all the right money, and all the right things in place because they'll never be there. It's like I used to tell people about getting married. You can never afford to get married because just when you think you do, something will go wrong. And then you think, well, when I can afford kids, I'll have them. You can never really afford to have kids because the car breaks, the washer breaks, something happens. You just got to take the moment and seize it and live in it. And then that'll produce the future that you want. Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.